We are I. Good morning, everybody. Well, 5.03 a.m. on this Tuesday morning. Hmm. A little bit earlier than normal because I woke up a little bit earlier because I also took maybe 10 minutes to fall asleep instead of the standard 10 seconds. And there's so much just burning on my brain because, oh, man, the world is just in, it's in such an interesting place. Very interesting place. Because when you talk to when you talk to people now, when you sit down and you're willing to have like a real conversation with people, you know, I I get this overwhelming sense that people don't actually have a true authentic opinion or a version or an understanding of who they actually are. And I've had many conversations with people, you know, over the years about if if you think this actually stems from religion. You know, people were told how to think, people were told how to live their lives, and people were given this code, you know, something to be able to lean upon in their day. But outside of that, like, what do you have? Like, what do you have in that situation if you if you don't live your life, you know, in a religious context and having a religious doctrine to be able to follow, can you create your own? And what happens when we abandon a religious ideology in a quest for nothing else except for reliance upon ourselves? Do we have the ability to be able to rely upon ourselves to be able to keep on going? Or was, should have there been like a, a babysitter in between the two? Should there have been a babysitter in between us following religion and, you know, having these doctrines, these gospels to be, be able to follow and then abandoning that altogether? Because though, when I think about this, the thoughts that come to my mind is, it's almost like we've switched religious doctrine for government doctrine. Because there was nothing else. You're like, what else was there? Like, what else was there for you to believe on? What what else was there for you to follow? Because you see it, you see it nowadays. Like, when you talk to people, it's, it's whoever's in power in these, these government offices. You see that's how people think. But when you ask them if they're liberal or NDP or conservative or independent or green, they actually don't even know what the actual morals and principles and ideologies of these governing bodies, what they even represent. But then it goes back to me in my mind. I'm like, if you talk to the average person, do they even know what a Catholic or a Christian or a Buddhist or a Muslim, a Sikh, a Hindu, do they even know what they really even represent? Or have we always just had this really uneducated perspective on perspective itself? We don't really truly dive deep into the realm of 
understanding exactly what is going on because it's so easy to be able to see or to hear something and not be able to critically think yourself, but just to spew out the nonsense that you are told no matter where this is coming from. No matter what is going on, no matter where this information is filtering in from, whether you go to a big house with hundreds of people in it that are all being ushered the same message every Sunday, or whether or not that on the news you watch a government institution just tell you the way things should be and this is how you should think and this is how you should feel. But what happened to critical thinking outside of that? You know, I was watching Yellowstone last night, the fifth episode, and this, this, there's this part where, you know, Kevin Costner's driving down the road with this vegan activist. You know, he... He gets her arrested because they're protesting and, you know, then he ends up bailing her out because he just wants to understand. He's like, let me understand how you think. I, I want some perspective. I want to understand who you are and I want you to try to understand who I am. And I'm like, fuck, man, like that is great. It's like, let's just take this opportunity to, be able to understand who we are and where we are both coming from. Now that is great. But the one thing that he said you know, when she asked him, it's like, do you even understand what's going on in the world outside of here right now on your ranch? And he's like, I don't need to. This is where I live. This is where my understanding lies. You know, this is where I put all my energy. But he's like, yes, I do know the world is going that way. And it is easy and plain to see. He's like, I don't have to live outside of the world that I am in right here to be able to understand where the world is going. He's like, when we got away from living with the land and started living on it, that's when the earth decided to start flushing us and shedding us like a snakeskin. Like the earth will be done with us one day because we are no longer harmoniously living with the land. And that, to me, is the root. Right there is the root cause of all of this. Is because all these systems that come along, they teach us not how to be able to live with the land. They teach us how to be able to live on the land. And then we criticize indigenous cultures from all around the world who chose to be able to live with the land, harmoniously with the land. We abandon this. When we abandon this principle, when we abandon this doctrine of living with the land, this is when the foundation of our existence started to crumble. And then you speed that up into getting where we are at right now where People just want to be inundated with fear porn because that's the doctrine that they live on and they are forgetting about existence. Existence is so much more than the fear porn that you want to get caught up in. Like today's example with this COVID-19 where you're chasing variants of a virus. How ridiculous it is that you're changing something that is constantly mutating, and that's his job. His job is to create new variants. You will never outrun that. You will never outrun a virus mutating. You never will. It is specifically designed. It is on this earth 
to be able to mutate because it is learning how to be able to live with the land. It'll mutate to be able to find the best environment to be able to succeed because it's trying to live harmoniously with the land. That's what happens. And when we forget that, when we steer ourselves away from that, the further we walk away from that, the further that we are from our actual existence and being able to exist and survive on this planet. Kevin Costner's uh, role, his character in Yellowstone, whoever wrote that line, that the world, the earth will shed us like a snakeskin, will shed us. We it doesn't need us. And when we believe what we are above, understanding how to harmoniously live with the earth, everything else on this planet chooses to live harmoniously on this planet. Now, does that mean that there's not atrocity in nature? Yes, a grizzly bear is going to go eat a grizzly bear cub. That's just the way that it is. Is a slug going to eat the leaves off a plant? Yes. Is there going to be wildfires? Yes. Is there going to be floods? Yes. But that's all a part of the earth harmoniously living with each other because where there is life, there is death. And where there is death, there is life. It's a constant balancing act to be able to end up with the perfect planet that we are on right now to be able to sustain all the life that is on it. Human beings are a disease and a cancer to this planet. And we are propagating that through now having this disease that affects our minds because it pollutes the way that we think because we have absolutely no understanding how to actually harmoniously live with the land, the most rudest in the most simplest form. Not even living with each other, not even living with somebody who does not think like you, not even living with somebody who doesn't look like you, not even living with somebody who doesn't live where you are. But simply coming back to that, we just don't even understand how to be able to live harmoniously with this earth, this planet. We don't even have enough respect for that. The thing that gives us life, because we're constantly looking for a babysitter. We're constantly looking for a babysitter to be able to tell us what is okay and how to think and when to be able to do it and how to be able to act versus just taking that responsibility on ourselves. We have a duty and an obligation to ourselves and then that by stems proxy to understanding how to be able to live harmoniously with other individuals on this life and other biological life to be able to keep biological life moving forward. Because we will be wiped off this planet. We absolutely will be at some point in time because this planet will get to a point where it's had enough. And you can see that in every example. Every example of this world where you see things starting to happen. We are destructive force. There is not another species of anything on this planet that destructs this world the way that we do. And we can't even live happily amongst ourselves in this world doing that because we don't have a babysitter to be able to tell us who, what, where, when, and why every day. So this is some real good food for thought. My question of the day for all of you is, do you actually even understand the code that you live by in your life? Do you actually understand the doctrine that you live your life by? 
Do you have morals? Do you have ethics? Do you have principles of how you live your life? Do you? It's time to answer some of those questions. It's time for all of us to answer those questions. It's time for all of us to wake up and understand the impact we are having on our own lives. And by proxy, the lives around us, the environment around us, the planet, the earth that we live on. Do you understand?